And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian, as ever, joined by Ben Barrett. Good evening. How you doing? You okay? All good, mate. All good. And David Coates. Equally all good here, thank you. Not that you asked. Wonderful. <laughs> Assume that I'm always asking, Dave. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll remind <laughs> you. I will reassure you all the way through that I'm good still. <laughs> Please do. How are Please you, Ian? No Brilliant. one ever asks about Ian, do they? <laughs> I like it that way. Okay, right, okay. Right. Keep him under the radar, on the down so Let me, yeah, so let me keep my head down and get on with things, right? Yeah, that's it. Like spoken like a true pro. <laughs> Speaking of true pros, Ooh. professional job at Hewish Park on Saturday afternoon when Bath City came to town. Uh, Early goal, like we said, Ben. We wanted something early doors. And pretty comfortable. A controlled performance. Um, I think that was probably the key word. Mark Cooper said after, didn't he? Not our fluent best, but uh, yeah, I thought it was solid performance against a very well-organised Bath City team. Um, so we take it from the start, take it from the lineups. Can I make a no. confession up front? Yeah. I, I I had my first little bit of uh, now you're going to believe us at the end of that game, which which yeah. I've reined myself in on all the way up until now. And I did <laughs> rein myself back in, but it just, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, my God. And, and and as you say, as we will discuss, I'm sure, a very, very different performance to the, uh, to the Taunton game um, in terms of the way that we played. But... I think that one felt more like it was a statement because of who Bath were, the players that they've got, uh, and um, where they are and how they've been doing. Um, yeah, that one. I, I had a little bit of now you're going to believe us moment, but I've, I've I've calmed myself down again, and I'm waiting till the mathematics allows me to to feel that feeling again. Were you not singing it after we beat Dorchester in pre-season? <laughs> you didn't join, join join in with me at that no, point. Maybe not. Oh, okay. No, 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 not at that point. <laughs> then, then it was gonna. Then it was. Uh, we'll finish in the top seven. We'll finish. Yeah, not quite the same. Yeah, yeah. It was also a different performance. Do. It was also a different performance to when we played Bath City at their place as well. Hmm. Um, it was. Yeah, we seemed to have a lot more control of the ball and it was I mean you watched on the stream both of you didn't you you yeah. were both well in between it flickering on and off um yeah. you had to blink in all the right places for the first 15 minutes um so the goal was a little bit like um yeah you weren't sure whether you were having some kind of seizure or whether you were actually watching a goal go in but you know either and to be fair, sometimes a Michael Smith raving run into the box will make you feel like you're having a bit of a seizure anyway. <laughs> it's it's a inducing fullback that he is. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch, even in um, sort of very jittery dial-up connection worlds. Yeah, and 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 can I can I just say shout out to Frank Nubley because that pass that he made. If Michael Smith had made that pass, everyone would be going, oh, Michael Smith, look at that pass he's made. If the roles were reversed. But that that made the goal, I thought. Obviously, Michael Smith. And normally, <laughs> Jordan Young is probably the, the third person that everybody talks about, despite the fact he scored it. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was uh, quite a move, that. Beautiful. Yeah, the pre-assist. Like a textbook pre-assist. <laughs> uh, in between the... Full back and the centre back. Mark Cooper described it as a bit of a trademark play. We've seen it so many times trying to get Michael Smith on the overlap and 
um, yeah, in those areas. And it was just bang, one touch into the box and brilliant finish from Jordan Young. But felt like we needed that. And that was sort of the best move of the entire game and the only real, you know, moment of proper attacking fluidity because it was very much we've got that goal and I don't think it was intentional on our part but it was sort of knocked the ball around lots of possession and, and Bath were I mean they were uh, four five one and they were quite um I, offensively I thought they were really good I was surprised to see Bath go the way that they did I was surprised that A, they went 4-5-1 and B, they made it scrappy and they committed silly fouls and they pressed almost too far and gave away free kicks left, right and centre because I think they're better than that and I think the players that they had that could be the most effective missed out because they missed out of the midfield on a number of occasions when they got the ball. Every time they got possession, they would give away it, give it away either through a silly free kick or through um, trying to be too clever. It just I thought, I thought they got their tactics wrong. They are better than putting ten men behind a ball and one lump up top, and then trying to frustrate us. And they're a better team than that, and I think it hampered them slightly. I think they are a better team than that and and their plan was to stop us playing through worthy and cooper could barely you know they they barely managed to mm. get any real time on the ball when they were picking it up from the defenders they were sort of stopped almost straight away getting anything through but at the same time i think if bath came and tried to play and you know really try and beat us at our own game i just don't think I just don't think they could do that if they if they were expansive and tried to play football. I feel like we would have picked them off, and we kind of did anyway. And we, well, we did. we did with we that did first that goal. That first, first goal, goal but other than did. that, other than that, it, that was the only real move where it looked like oh they're stretched here and it's a goal. Other than that, it was quite. I thought anyway, from my viewpoint, it was quite a a. Um, I don't know what how to describe it. It was it was a we were in control, but they were also in control, and no one was particularly like once we've got that first goal. I think we were waiting for them to come at us and try and get an equaliser, and it wasn't mm. until the second half where they thought, "Oh, hang on, then we should probably try and go for this now." And that's and that's I think I think we actually agree here. I don't think we disagree. I think we agree. I think the players they had on the pitch. There is no reason why they couldn't have done that from the off and really tries to cause us problems from minute one because the only way that a good team is going to beat us is to score an early goal of their own and then have something to defend. Um, I thought the players they had on the pitch have got have got that. The couple of occasions that Jordan Thomas got the ball, he had a shot deflected over, forced a couple of free kicks. Ewan Clark was happy to run at, run at players. But every time they got any kind of two minutes of football, it was given away because one of their players snapped into Jordan Young and gave away a silly free kick, or it was just lumped forward. They didn't have the patience that we had. A couple of times they would make a nice play down one side. Wouldn't quite happen for them, but they retained possession. And instead of bringing the ball back and recycling it, going through the midfield and going down the other side and looking for the other winger, it would go back and then just be launched. And it just felt like they got that element completely wrong and it played perfectly into our hands because that's where Wannell and Williams will just mop that up all day long. I thought Joe Day had a good game. Nothing massively taxing to do, but if the ball was in the air over the penalty area, he was coming and he was claiming it and he was taking it. It was easy. Um, I think Jerry Gill got it wrong and I think Mark Cooper got it absolutely spot on how to manage the opposition's better players. I don't think it was until they brought the other striker on in the second half that I really felt concerned. Um, there, Like you say, there mm. wasn't really anything, certainly in that first half. Mm. I mean, there, other than the goal, nothing happened in that first half. I mean, there was a <laughs> there was a sort of like a free kick over the bar and that kind of thing, but there was nothing 
either side that you thought, oh, that was close. There were no, none of those sort of, oh, that's a bit tight um, and scary moments. But bit I part... scribbled down was Ewan Clark when he skins Alex Whittle and then mm. Charlie Cooper blocks it and it goes out for a yeah. corner. Yeah. Um, I thought we kept Jordan Thomas really quiet in the first half. He got nothing out of Michael, Michael Smith at Smith all. Did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jake Wannell's passing was a bit off. Kept booting it out. That was the only things really that stuck out for me in that first half. Yeah. I don't think there was anything else other than the goal. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was really interesting that that Jordan Thomas was managed as well as he had. Another error I thought Jerry Gill got wrong was he put him on Michael Smith, mm. started him on the left, Definitely. very quickly realised he was going to get the square root and nothing out of, out of Smith, shifted him over to the other side. And actually, he showed a bit cutting in on his left or trying to get round Whittle. Um, but it just meant that they were without their main threat for 20 minutes or so in an important point in the game. And I think the way we manage their better players, I, I don't recall Scott Wilson doing anything. No. And he had player, that chance, didn't he, in the yeah. in the second half where he should score. Yeah. And that ball gets nodded over to the back post, and I don't know what he's and doing. That, really. that, that, that was Cody Cook, wasn't it, who won the first header, I think. And I think he yeah. headed it in. Uh, Ian Randall on the commentary said he's it's hit him in the face. Um, uh, Scott Wilson, which obviously yeah. you don't want to make a header from with your face, really. Um, but I think that... That might well have been it. Um, so that, that was it. Two strikers between them have got like thirty something goals between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice either of them in either game. No, How... I was going to say the same about Scott Wilson in the first uh, in the first game. Don't that, remember him doing anything. That might be the biggest compliment we can pay. Yeah, Day Smith, Wannell, Morgan Williams, and Whittle is that we just didn't notice two of the most prolific goal scorers in the division for 180 minutes and I know that they came out and were quite bullish about how they deserved more and they should have got something out of both games I just don't see it I just don't see it because I don't think they offered anything of any real note other than Jordan Thomas yeah the first half in I mean Ian was there so he'll tell us the first half at Bath they definitely deserved um or they they should have been ahead at half time I think in that game shouldn't they I don't think Day was massively stretched mm. in in either game, particularly. But they certainly had most of the ball in that in that game at Twerton Park. And in the second half, when Thomas really st- started trying to get, you know, get Idaho and run at him, it was a bit like they were threatening without creating any proper openings. Yeah, um, just, which just, I think was the Whittle same went yesterday. Off in that really, first game, didn't he? Yeah, we started with three at the back, didn't we? Back three. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is almost a nice segue to what we did in the second half um, with Falston coming on for Senior. And I thought Senior had a quiet game. Didn't really... Wasn't a game for... Wasn't a game where he got a lot of time or space to really run at people and make things happen. Um, And I thought... I don't know. Maybe I'm just... This is me and stereotypical me about wing backs and back threes but it wasn't until we switched to the back three where it pretty much became a back five and it felt like those long balls those long diagonals were more frequent um and it just invited that pressure on a little bit um and I understand why we did it because Cook was on and they were you know really putting balls into the box but then when I think it was like 10 minutes later or so, maybe 20 minutes when Sonny comes on and then Dylan Morgan comes on, we go back to a four, four, two, four, two, three, one. And then we sort of regained control again. And I don't know if it was just a, let's lull him into a false sense of security and think we're sitting back or just, yeah, going a bit defensive here. So when, when the change was made, I watch it and I I thought he's made that to double up on Thomas. And then after the match, he says, I had to make the change to double up on Thomas. And I was like, firstly, amazing. That's exactly what I thought. But what it did was, because Bath was so reliant on Thomas in both games, if you've given him nothing from Smith, you said, well, we're just going to double you up on the other side. You're going to get nothing out of it. 
I felt like it did invite them on. You're right. But I felt like they had nothing creative. You can invite all the pressure on in the world you want, but they just felt like they had nothing that was going to work for them. They resorted to the longer stuff, which, as we've mentioned, Wannell and Williams will just, they'll eat that up all day long, and Joe Day's coming out and catching a couple. I didn't mind us soaking, soaking that pressure up for 20-odd minutes, because after that 20 minutes, Jordan Thomas gets, he gets a booking, doesn't he? At some point, he gets a booking, and suddenly he gets, he just becomes almost quite, n- not nullified, but you can see him thinking, overthinking things, and it's almost like a tactical game of chess, in so much as he was he was there, queen, king, queen, whatever, queen can move anywhere, can't she? Um, and so we were just <laughs> defending the queen for 20 minutes. Don't let Jordan Thomas anywhere near anything, and we'll get out fine. And you are right, he was then nullified, and we could make the change back to where we wanted to be in an ideal world. It was a bit of tactical chess. And yeah, we won. Checkmate. I, I thought I, I thought uh, Jordan Thomas was quite good. Um, he was he was their outlet, and he was yeah. on the ball a lot. But I just felt like he didn't have the final delivery he had in the first game because we were a Michael Smith gave him nothing and just sat on him, and we doubled up on him on the other side. And it just felt like, because I agree, they were always looking for him. He was absolutely their focal point of everything they tried to do. But we just had an answer for it all. In I, I, yeah. The home I, game, he was up against Dawes and Idahan, wasn't he, as well? Which is a very different proposition to Senior and um, Whittle and Falston when he comes on and Smith on one side and Young on the other. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there there was still enough there that you thought, blimey, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind him playing for us, or or you could see, you could see him in in the. Um, I know um, uh, when we spoke to the bar fan before the game, you mentioned um, it'll go, it'll be in the EFL next season. I'm not sure he's EFL yet, um, but I think he's certainly a National League Premier player, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree with you. And I think that's why we paid him as much respect as we did and why we played tactical chess with him because he could have made the difference, especially at 1-0. Um, I was stunned he didn't take that free kick. I know the right foot actually did go close, but it was set up perfectly for him. Um, he did look like their main outlet. And when he took that away, I think that's the reason Scott Wilson was so quiet. That's the reason that Cody Cook has one header in the entire game and their best chance in the first half comes from a centre-back because we have just nullified everything that they did, they've done. I don't think they were that close to getting anything out of the game. I really, really don't. And I know when you're Bath City and you're talking to your own YouTube channel, you have to come out and say, we're just talking about the positives, we move on, blah, 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 blah. I was sat there listening to Jerry Gill, and I genuinely hope he and his team get promoted this year. I was sat there thinking, we've watched a different game, Jerry. You've been an absolute arm's length for the entire time and not really caused us a problem. That's what I was going to say. You know, last season when we thought we were close to getting something, mm. but defence just like held us away and it was like, come on, come on, uh, off you go. It was it was like that. Yeah, definitely. And I thought you are right about Wannell's distribution, but didn't miss a header. Williams no. didn't miss a header. No. Michael Smith is... Don't fall in love with footballers, but Christ alive, what a player that guy is. I thought Whittle had a good game. And actually, I'm I'm it intrigued me when we do go back to the four to see a Falston and Whittle partnership in some way, shape, or form. I'm wondering what that looks like going forward. Who sits in front of who, who gets the permission to bomb on, and whether we can use that a bit. I think that's interesting. Dylan Morgan, I thought, showed a couple of nice touches when he came on. Didn't have a lot of time to get really stuck into it, and we were playing a defensive game by that point. And but nice to see him have a go. He didn't have, didn't lack any confidence, did he? Little step over and smash a ball across goal and it hits the side netting on another day. The absolute liability that was Slav hucking goal, palms that into his own <laughs> net. Um, so that second goal, that second goal. I mean, one or with the header. It's, it's a good header across the box. But there's two Bath players on Frank Nuble who are more interested in taking in Frank Nuble. Yeah. Than stopping him, you know, getting on the ball and uh, and clearing it, and then the keepers just sort of 
meandering Lined around up. inside the six yard box like <laughs> oh what do i do here the hp source has it really good you can see there's a second angle behind the goal from on hp source so there's a guy on the post and he seems to kick the floor and just crumble into a heap on the floor like a deck of cards and you just go what fine and then the guy holding the guy holding Nublay. Go back and watch it and just watch those two. Don't watch the ball. Don't watch the delivery. Watch those two. The ball travels past the Bath defender's left foot. If he just for a split second kicks the ball away, it doesn't go anywhere near Nuble. But Nuble's just like, oh, I'll just tap this into an empty net because one guy's fallen on the floor, crumpled in a heap. Slav Huck's floundering around like a fish in the back of the goal. And the other guy's trying to rip my shirt off. So I'll just poke it in here. Thank you very much. It was... It was bonkers. It was utterly bonkers, the second goal, and so avoidable from their point of view. You you, you could tell that that goalkeeper doesn't train with those players, couldn't you? Oh. Uh, because there were so many times. I mean, uh, they mentioned it on commentary. That he spent more time sort of on the halfway line than he did in his own goal, I think. There he was, was a constantly coming out, wasn't he? There yeah. was a slide tackle in front of the Bath bench. Yeah. There's about <laughs> 10 minutes left, lads. What are you doing? Yeah. It, yeah, he, it was... he was a liability in both games and genuinely I'm over the moon. He was an we absolute really liability. Needed, we really needed that second goal. It sort of came at a time when they were getting it forward and lumping it mm. and um, putting pressure on. And yeah, I think that goal was at a crucial time. To Sucked the life out of them, didn't it? Just like it was like the de- game. deflated their balloon big time. It was just, you could hear it just go... And that was it. Think, uh, shout out for Sonny Blulow Everton coming off the bench. And I thought he was brilliant when he came on. Just getting the ball forward is only, only, you know, the only thing he was focused on was being direct. And I think there were a couple of moments where he sort of think, oh, he could knock that back to full back. And, but he pivots and runs forward with it, always with his head up, looking to bring others into the game. I thought at that point when we were under a bit of pressure, the way he performed, just get hold of it and keep it in midfield, which we hadn't really done for a lot of the game, was um, yeah, like really good, really mm. really good. Definitely, uh, uh, it was. It was. Uh, forgive me. It was only twenty minutes ago, but one of you said it was a statement win, not the statement win that I was suggesting uh, when you know to match the Taunton one. But for me. It was a nigh-on perfect Saturday with everything else happening in the other games, other results going our way, clean sheet, keepers not had a lot to do, two different scorers, Jordan Young signs his deal, we'll get on to it and all the rest of it. It just felt like a you could you could you could look at the rest of the table and go, Well, what 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 point is the re- what point of Chelmsford, Worthing, Mason, Avely, Hampton, Torquay, whoever else got? What what's the point for them now? It, it felt like that significant a Saturday. It really did. I think I think Ben started singing and now you're going to believe us. Rain yourself in, Barrett. Rain yourself in. I'm not allowing it. If Tuesday, if Tuesday, night. If Tuesday goes well, it's a five-point swing. No, if Tuesday fi- goes sorry, five... well, it's mid-January. If Tuesday goes Behave well... Yourself. If Tuesday goes well and on Tuesday, Bath Slough and Slough gave Taunton a spanking... Maidstone, Dartford. After okay, and Maidstone, Dartford, Dartford. I'm not saying you do it, but Maidstone after the Lord Mayor's show after their FA Cup heroics. If Slough and Dartford do us a favour and we win, it's a five-game turnaround. Uh-huh. Are we losing five games between now and the end of the season with everyone else being absolutely perfect? In my in my dreams, yes, that's exactly what happens. My nightmares, that's what happens. <laughs> the last 10 years, Ben, where have you been for the last 10 years? I, I, I just don't, even if we lose five games, I don't know which of the that. other teams are going to be That's absolutely it, perfect. How many years for the last however many seasons? It, well, in the, certainly those seasons towards the end of the of uh, League Two, we said we're, uh, we've only stayed up because there's worse teams than us in, in, in this division. Now, a big part of us going up this season will be that nobody's 
nobody's taken it, have they? I mean, we yeah. we have one hundred percent taken it, and um, you know, I got in trouble with Russell Slade for uh, accusing other results of uh, of influencing league uh, positions many years ago. But now, um, we one hundred percent are a huge part of the reason why we are. But so many other teams must be thinking, ah, oh, like how many tweets have you seen from talk glorious tweets from Torquay fans going, we're 14 points behind the oval now or something. Um, something like that. 15. Um, is it 15? Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Basically um, 16 with goal difference. Yeah. It's um, it's not like there's a Rushton and Diamonds. No. Coming behind when you're 10, you know, however many points clear we were under Colin Addison no. to, uh, for it all to fall off. There's no one with any momentum no. at all. And no. we're at a stage now where we're building momentum again after that no. blip in sort of November, early December. It's sort of oh we're back to it back on it now away we go 56 and, points uh, 86 wins us the league 10 wins yeah and uh, as well as all the results i'm not i'm not having it ben i'm still not having it um all the um all the results that went our way in the division one of the best results that happened for us yesterday i thought were mason winning <laughs> and i just thought brilliant percent. i mean Credit to them making the fourth round. I think it was they someone said it's the last the last time it was two thousand and eight when haven't made it to the fourth round and they were the level they're at now. Um and yeah, so credit credit to them for doing it and I'm delighted. <laughs> Absolutely delighted. We play them yeah. the week after the fourth round. Oh do we? All right. So I am praying they get Man City away. <laughs> yes. And get absolutely paggered. Absolutely yeah. what? Absolutely paggard. P A W G A R D. You want a um, dictionary definition of the word paggard? Um, <laughs> Hewlett Paggard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you hear George Ellicobi afterwards? Was he so crying he again? Take, he wants to take his babies to Molyneux. <sighs> yeah. No, he, he called it on the radio as I was driving south. The Golden Palace. I want to take my babies <laughs> yeah. to the Golden Palace. To the Palace. Golden Palace. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> he, cried, he cried on Football Focus. Packard, yeah. translation. How emotional he was. Oh, apparently said Geordie saying Packard. Yeah. That means exhausted or extremely tired. So there you go. Oh. I, More we, than then. We definitely want Maidstone to be exhausted and extremely tired by the time they play us. <laughs> That'd be nice. Mm. So that was again, wasn't it? I don't know. Northern, somehow Northern, yeah. Comfortable. We're getting excited. And then the, uh, the tweet drops. We are. The tweet I, I, drops. I, 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 just to say, by the way, on the league, I'm getting excited. We've won four games more than anyone else. The goal difference is six better than anyone else in the top seven. That's basically an extra point. I did enjoy Jerry Gill afterwards. He said, we've got the second or third best attacking uh, record in the league. Yeah, well, I think we're first uh, or second. Um, and we've got the second best defensive record in the league. Who's first? Oh, yeah, that's right. I do genuinely hope they go up because I think they're a cracking outfit and I don't want Torquay to go up. Mega lols. So, yes, I do want Bath to go up. Yeah. Um, The tweet drops after the game saying, thank you, Jordan Young, with a green heart. And it's a highlight montage of wonderful goals and wonderful Jordan Young moments. Can I ask how many of us' backsides dropped to the floor at that point? Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm fine. Nah. There was a second. There was a second where I thought, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm joking. I was going full five p, fifty p. It's ridiculous. I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> um, well, I not even going to explain it. <laughs> Let's I, leave it. It's, it's, a PG show. Okay. If there was any, uh, is it? If there was any risk of uh, him leaving. I he 100% wouldn't have been playing in that game. But for those who didn't stick out the rest of the video and it comes up and flashes up to a screen with Jordan Young sat at a table with a couple of A4 papers in front of him and the gaffer and Martin Hellier and Reese Rosser behind him to uh yeah it's that classic contract signing photo. Um there was yeah. even a moment then when I thought was Martin Heller in charge when we signed him? There was that, that flash second in my head that went, I was like, no, he wasn't. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But yeah, talk about statements. That's a statement signing, yeah. isn't it? It was on the last episode. I said, I really hope we haven't signed Dylan Thomas because the phone started ringing for Jordan Young. 
And now we've got them both until t- summer of 2026. Even if the phone does start ringing for Jordan Young, it's going to cost a lot more to yeah. get him away now. I do wonder if he's got... If there's a, yeah, I wonder if there's a number in the contract. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. His agent will know what he's capable of and what it might take in terms of a number. I, pure speculation, and I hate to be a speculatory guy, but I wonder if there's a number in the deal. Where if someone says, here's 200 grand. It's Yeovil Town. So the number will always be an undisclosed fee. I don't think we've ever announced a transfer fee we've received in the history of time, I don't think. So, yeah, that's what it will be. I do wonder if there's a number, which is fine. If that number is suitable, great. I mean, what what a bit of business. And because it's 2026 again, we're not just thinking about next season. It's the one after. I, I do think... He's been phenomenal this season, mm. but it's only this season that yeah. he's done it so far in National League South level. So I think you'd struggle to find any EFL clubs really yeah. thinking, you know, let's do this now. I but maybe, maybe in uh, a year's time, if he's ripping up the National League and it comes to January, then they might be a bit more tempted. I, I, I just think we are the biggest team in this league playing against smaller teams, part-time teams. And he's enjoyed that and been brilliant at it. But his time in the National League, we were we didn't do brilliantly last season, did he? So No. But but I think a lot of that was he had a lot of fitness issues, didn't he? Yeah. And he had a lot of obviously, you know, we weren't playing anything like we're playing now, which obviously is largely all not all around him, but he is a huge part of the reason why we're doing so well, so yeah, there are there are reasons. But the thing I'd say is, look at the, the National League Premier is quite happy to take players we don't want, aren't they? I mean, sorry, yeah. man, but but we've seen a couple of them playing over the past couple of days, haven't we? Not that we're sending Ben out to a National League Premier podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't go five p fifty. Transferred into B's pod. Like. Yeah, <laughs> on loan for a month. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rest of the season wages are. Yeah, he's going to do. Pay. He's going to do a loan watch about himself. Yeah. Just to get my wages off the bill, is it? Just a number crunching yeah. at Glover's Cast HQ. Um, I, I was going to say something then. It's probably insightful, probably clever, presumably funny, but it's all completely gone out of my head. All right. Well, well, we had standard response. Well, yeah, the first time for everything, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Taunton? Because that's on Tuesday. It's gonna be hopefully. Up. What's the weather been like? Dry, but it's getting cold. Yeah, it's getting cold. Mm. So, so if their pitch is still wet, it could be an ice rink. Um, so Torvaldine up front, maybe. Yeah. Um, we're recording this Sunday evening as per normal. Taunton have a race course meeting on Monday, and they are inspecting at eight a.m. just down the road because their track is waterlogged and frozen and a mess to just give you a, a little hint as to the state of the weather down in that part of the world. I'm sure most of you know it, you're probably in it. Um, but come 8.05, when they declare whether or not that race meeting's going to go ahead, I think that's the first indication as to what sort of hammering the um, the ground has taken down in Taunton. So that'll be my first thing I look at, five past eight, whether the yeah. Taunton races is going to go ahead. I don't think there's any there's no rain forecast, but it's just that cold. So, hmm. yeah, hopefully that's. I mean, yeah, it's been dry since Friday, so hopefully the pitch is getting a decent drying out. They'll be hoping for a crowd. They've added more tickets as well, haven't they, to both home and away compared to New Year's Eve. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll all be working hard to get it on, and I feel like we'll want it on as well after Definitely. Tuesday um, night. Uh, and we've sorry, got a gap. Saturday. And we've got a yeah, gap. And... Points on the board, as Frank Nublay said. He would rather have points on the board than um, games in hand. Um, you got your green and white point. long johns ready here? To stand have, out yeah. there? Yeah. Good yeah. thermals. I've got green and white, yellow and black, black and pink and black, so I can go with whatever shirt's my head. Very nice. <laughs> Do your shirt, does your shirt always match your long johns or...? Yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Like regardless. Whether it's at work or wherever it is. Yeah. 
Long Johns for every occasion. That sounds like that sounds like an Etsy shop name or something like that, doesn't it? <laughs> probably is one. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Let's let's not do the business plan just yet. No. no. Glover's uh, Castle Long Johns. That's the merch. That is the merch. Uh, <laughs> My sister will beat you to it. Yeah. Um, Rob Dre was in fighting spirits after their loss to Slough. Uh, said that he was taking a lot of positives from being battered by Slough, um, which was a surprise. You think he set up a smoke bomb at the end? Even <laughs> 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 in his interview and just chucks a pyro off in the air. Um, yeah, bring it on. Walks into the smoke. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. Sorry, Ben. No, you're quite all right. I, I, <laughs> I will laugh at the situation too. It was surprising. It did sound like he'd won three 0 in his little post match chat on Saturday. Look, they're in, they're in a mess, aren't they? Yeah. Statement from the players saying they've all been lied to. Players leaving left, right, and centre. They've recalled a couple of kids from loans. They did say they're going to sign two. Uh, on Monday or Tuesday, um, that will add some quality. Neymar, one of them. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I'm not one to speculate, but um, unless Jordan it's some, yeah, Jordan Henderson yeah. wants to come back. He wants to come back, doesn't he? Yeah. Doesn't like the humidity. Taunton famously unhumid. <laughs> um, yeah, they're gonna have I to be very the, good. Um, wasn't the the chairman was at? Um, I think the chairman stayed in Taunton, didn't he? As well after the. He did, and then he uh, there was a, a statement saying that he was going to be at the ground if anyone wanted to come and talk to him. What, taunted not as loud, yeah, taunted not as loud, yeah, taunting ground. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wanted to come and talk to him about statements and whatnot, um, what came of that, I don't know, but <sighs> yeah, that's it. Familiar. We have to be, we, ha- we have to go there and be ruthless. I do wonder about if the pitch being horrendous means we might have to change a couple of things. I don't think we can try and play fluid football. Don't think that's on the cards. I think it might have to be a bit more, a bit uglier, a bit more lump it forward-ish, which I don't particularly like. But if the underfoot conditions don't really suit us, we might have to go and do things a bit uglier. But we have to, yeah, as long as I mean, as long as we're not complacent, we should go into that with a lot of confidence, given the way they are. Don't think there's any danger of us being complacent. And as like as confident as we are about mm. the rest of this season, there's no way that I mean internally they might be confident, but there's no way that that's going to tip over to arrogance and think no. it think it's over and done with. Um, so I, yeah, I think we'll take it seriously. I think that pitch at the best of times is not particularly conducive for playing passing football based on the games I've seen us play there in pre-seasons. We've not really ever played well um, there. So what changes do you make, if any? Keep back four, back five. Um, Did Ian just advocate wing-backs? No, I mean the four, including the goalkeeper. Oh, okay. (laughs) You are going to have to make that clear because you surprised me as much as anyone there. Yeah, yeah, I would. would I'll would never you, advocate wing backs. Would you play Dylan Morgan? No. D- I mean, D- Dylan Morgan, Jay Folster, Jay Waddle. Well, no, no, <laughs> everyone he's playing knows the surely. levels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And that pitch and everything. I think they'll target him. I think they'll try and hit him. Try and do some damage. Um. Are you really? Yeah, I think. It, I, I don't know. It I sounds just like they're... they're all mates who've been broken apart because of the, how the club's been run. I don't yeah. think there's any animosity for anyone leaving. Mm, like, maybe. Why would you... I mean, yeah. it, it feels like a game where if, you know, if you had a weapon in your locker, I mean, Falston can't play, can he? So, no. But, oh, um, no, he can't. No, you're right. No, it's a fair it point. Like Ask if... me again. Dylan Morgan, would you start him, Ben? A- absolutely. I think yeah. if you've got someone like that available, knows knows the undulations of the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I haven't always... I haven't always felt like that. <laughs> Up until about 32 <laughs> seconds ago, and, I didn't feel yeah. like that. <laughs> as soon as you said it, my initials were like, nah, nah, no chance. And then I thought, then you made some excellent valid points and complete U-turn. Yeah, just call me Rishi. Complete U-turn. <laughs> I find it so hard to think, oh, we should change that. We should change that because I like us playing the same team that are 
winning and doing you know doing good things i think from saturday maybe swap out senior for morgan um maybe give him the hour senior had Mm. i didn't think senior had the best game and then going to a pit i mean if he's used to playing i don't know he's probably not playing many grounds like tauntons and pitches like that um maybe i don't know but i think i'd keep it the same possibly hide for murphy if you're if if you want to give Murphy a rest, I mean, he did come off again, 67-ish minutes, I think he came off on Saturday, which suggests that we will start him because he's had that rest at the end. But again, why change a winning formula as much as we might want to see Hyde? He hasn't, he's scored those goals when he's come off the bench, but when we've seen him at the start, he hasn't done enough, I don't think, to say, oh, he should be an over... Murph or Nuble. I mean, three goals in three matches. Got man of the match again on Saturday from the sponsors. I, I wonder if heading up as well. It, it, yeah, I wonder if Hyde is a shoe in to be used from the bench. I.e., the pitch start. Excuse me, starts off okay. You play the best football that you possibly can, and by the time it is churning up and you have to go longer, that's when you you take Murphy out maybe that earlier 45 minutes, 50 minutes, and then you bring Hyde on. You have to go a little bit longer. Hopefully by then, of course, you um, it's all wrapped up. But yeah. yeah, my gut instinct is to unleash Jake Hyde sooner rather than later. But actually, I think a certain impact from the bench is, is there. I, I presume Jamie Sendles-White sits on the bench instead of Falston as the actual change to the squad. But uh, yeah, part of me thinks... Only one change would be would be Morgan and Senior, but I'm not fussed if they don't make that change. Was he around on Saturday in Sindel's White? He was in HP Source and his kit was all done up. Right. In the warm-up. Uh, I didn't notice him in the warm-up. Okay. But I was outside for all of the warm-ups. Okay. I was in the side of space. There you go. Necking him. Yeah. Getting well-oiled. Um, but he's been very front and centre on all of the HP yeah. sources, hasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he was, yeah, he was definitely in the one that they put out today because he was being shot at with a Nerf gun. Um, definitely one of the presents left over from the Christmas uh, hospital run, by the way. Or they snuck an extra one in. Or yeah. buy one of these and keep it in the changing room. I yeah, see. Your hung on, hung on to one there, hasn't he? Yeah. Never have too many Nerf guns, can you? No. Have, is, have you got a Nerf gun, Dave? I, I do have a Nerf gun, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I bought it for my niece and nephew uh, for Christmas, but then forgot <laughs> to take it down. Air quotes oh, on the forgot. forgot yeah, You've done them okay. at Worthington, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold of it. I, I didn't realise I had it until I was cleaning out my place. There they go. Funny what you there find, isn't it? That and a rubber <laughs> mallet, I found. Jimmy? No, a sizable rubber mallet. No. I don't want to boast about the size of my rubber mallet, but you'd be impressed. Okay. What do you need a rubber mallet for, Dave? Uh, I needed it for putting furniture together uh, or oh, for okay. other people to put furniture together on my behalf. They weren't <laughs> using say, it. I don't need that rubber mallet. <laughs> no, they weren't using it to put the furniture together. He was just standing over them with the mallet. <laughs> with the mallet, yeah. <laughs> They're all good people, Ben. They're good people. You would say that. You're the one right. holding the rubber mallet. Of course, they would be nice to you. Should we take some questions? I think take so. Some questions. Any about Robert Mallet? It's on there? Hope so. Uh, quick scan of that. And no. Uh, None about Robert Mallets, Dave. Sorry. Uh, Debs. Um, well, actually, uh, what, can, 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 can we start with Facebook? Ooh, have you found a Robert Mallet question? No, I haven't. But uh, no, can we start okay. with Facebook anyway? Of yeah? course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... Well, Steve, I, I, you know, I love Steve Vox because he never asked a question, but he just wrote, "Keep on with the W's, and those big crowds will keep coming." C O Y G. It's like Steve; he doesn't ask a question; he just gives you. It's like a pep talk, I think. Love it. Yeah, love so, it. Well done, Steve. Yeah, we're all for you. Um, okay, Ryan Croucher. It's still possible we could go unbeaten at home in the league this season. <laughs> if, when, have you ever done that? Good question. Dyson? Did we, did, did we, we go it unbeaten 2003? 
we'll come back to you on that one. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, and then his other question is, what's oh, oh, okay. What sort of taunting? I oh, know what sort of taunting team do you think we'll put out? A resilient one or an already defeated one, maybe? Uh, do you think we will play? Oh, sorry, no, 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 no. I can't read the question. We, Let me read the question. We went unbeaten at home in that's in the National League in the conference season. Two thousand and three. Yeah, three losses away at Barnet, away at Scarborough, and away at Forest Green Rovers. There you go. There you go. And for so, reference, twenty we... years ago. That's when the last time we did it. Yeah. yeah. Hemel, um, Slough, Haven't, Weston, Welling, Torquay, Worthing, Dartford. Hey, win them all. Win the league. Okay. Um, still not to have. No, still not saying it. Um, Ryan no, also asked, what no, sort of taunt? Because I've struggled with reading this bloody question enough already. I don't think you're singing at me already. What sort of taunting team do you think we will play Tuesday? A resilient one or an already defeated one, maybe? So I think, I think now you're going to believe us. Now you're going to believe us. The town are going up. I think is the answer to that question. So, I think it depends how early we score. Yeah, I think if we get an early goal, they'll fold pretty quickly. I I don't know. I just they weren't much good on Boxing Day. No, they didn't. It depends who they bring really in. Do much, a little bit. and then they lost at Slough as well. I feel for them, but I just mm. just can't see us. Yeah. We're going to be ruthless there. I think. If their chairman is there as well, you could you could immediately see it. Like you say, if we go one or two nil up early doors, then you know, yeah, he's that that statement that he put out was he's basically done everything but be sicking himself with public there, isn't he? It's just like it's straight out the Scott Priestnell school of oh um, god, I said his name. Sorry, mm, put oh, part of my language. Dang. Press a button. Press a button. Uh, out out of the he who order. shall not be named school of uh, statements. That was it's yeah. It was appalling. Um, yeah. So I could see him if he's there getting turned upon. Who's Pauling? Hey. <laughs> Go on, ben, you were going to say something, or was it just to sing? In um, I don't know. I don't know. My I, I, all right. Maybe. Next question: Tim Hobble. Tuesday will be a different kettle of fish on Taunton's bog of a pitch. Um, which <laughs> well, I can't read to that. Which will level things up despite their problems, given the conditions. How are oh, we spoken about this? Sorry, Tim, you didn't know we'd spoken about this by the time we, we've got it. Um, da, 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 Jake Porter, realistically. Where can you see us winning the league? For fuck's sake. Oh, um, an actual naughty word. Yeah. Um, maybe home to Torquay or even Bank Holiday Monday in the dreaded Weymouth. Great pod as always. So go on then. Do you think we're going to Home to Torquay. Yeah. If not, it, it could be before that. But home to Torquay. And um, yeah, over Gary Johnson. Send those Torquay fans home crying. Oh, Even you, though they're probably crying before then. You're going about six weeks because after I, me. Because I can't go to Weymouth. Um, we play Western Supermare at home in 10 games time. Win them all. Right. Okay. I'm moving this on because it makes me nervous listening to this talk. Uh, <laughs> Ray Clift. <laughs> um, uh, we have still got a drum, but where's the drummer gone? Well, hang up was... his sticks. He's hung up his sticks. Yeah, there was a there was a, an appeal put out by the chairman Martin Hellier for a drummer. So Ray, if you're handy with a pair of uh, pair of sticks, then um, you know ad, uh, applications are being sought. Um, Hilton Mason, who's always good for a a riddle, isn't he? Um, although not this year, he's changing his riddles. His resolution. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. Uh, he says Ray issue has gone to orchestration. See what he done there. Um, is there a band needed to to accommodate trumpets? Is you welcome trumpets? Is it time for Viva Pitch? The return. Did they have trumpets? It's not time for Viva Pitch. Easy. What? Did they have trumpets? Viva Pitch? 
Ben, I know what's going through your mind already. Where, where are you going with this? You said right. Viva Pitch. Viva Pitch didn't have trumpets, and Hilton has asked, there's a band needed to accommodate trumpets. And I asked if it was simply time for the return of Viva Pitch in general. Is a band needed? They are about. It's never the time, never the time for Viva Pitch. It wasn't first time around, and it won't be again. And is, is it the time for trumpets? I don't, I don't want the England band at Hughes yeah, Park, please. It's a fair point. None of that. Yeah. Hate it. Okay. All right. Well, that the, uh, your, your answer has been, well, your question has been well and truly answered there, Hilton. Um, and that is everything that we have from Facebook. But thank you for beginning with it. Painful, okay. right? You already right, No worries, okay. Dave. Over on, <laughs> over on Twitter, uh, this one hasn't been hashtagged, but I like this question. Uh, Bath, Tom Smith, his haircut, yes or no? No. I did I did enjoy um it was uh, green and white goals uh Chris uh who, who who tried like Ben and I to do the um to do the stream and then just you could just see his his fury come pouring out through through his social media and he um he tweeted the uh the the, the national league to say um, the National League stream is completely unwatchable, but from what I can see, the mullet on the number 10 is genuinely offensive. <laughs> so that's what I described that mullet <laughs> as, genuinely offensive. So there you go. Chris has spoken. Do you think it's the hair Matt Worthington wished he could grow? No. No? Okay. I don't think anyone should he, he wish had a bit that. of a... He, him and Charlie Cooper having a right battle yeah. at points during that game. I'd have liked to have seen that duel. Anyway, uh, Debs, three players now signed on until summer 2026. Which league do you see YTFC in in summer 2026? Premier League. And who will be the next oh. to extend their contract? National League Premier, you mean? Ben's going double three? promotion. Ben's going double promotion there. Who are the, who's the third? Okay, Morgan Williams, Jordan Young, and... Dylan Morgan. Dylan Morgan. Dylan Morgan until 2026. Mm. Oh, yeah. Who's next? Joe Day, please. Yeah, Joe Day would be a good one. When is Jake Bonnell with us still? Michael Smith, yeah. Michael, yeah, I mean, all of them. Yeah. All of them, please. Yeah. Sonny. Sonny would be a good one as well. He's such a different player, isn't he, to the player that we had or the player that Wildston had. <laughs> um, mm, yeah. yeah, that sort of moment that he um, he seemed like his, his career was over. And when he came back in to us in pre-season, I don't think I remember thinking, oh, my God, he's going to be. But I still feel sorry for Josh Alwes. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which this is almost a pro pilot, Mr. Pro Pilot. Which Yeovil player? No, he's a pilot place? now. He tweeted okay, a picture okay. of a plane that he flew, which yeah. makes him a pilot. Well, he needs to change his name, then. He does. Yeah, change your name. Yeah, uh, which Yeovil player has the highest chance of getting into their national team? <laughs> Michael Smith. Gonna <laughs> say it. Oh yeah. Northern Ireland. He could still do a job for Northern Ireland. I reckon. <laughs> Have we got any other? I'm gonna say nationally South players aren't close to the England squad. No. Um, you know, on uh, on my football manager game, Michael Smith did get called up to Northern Ireland after a injury to one of their players. He gets called up in in the game. Genuinely doesn't surprise me. I don't know who they've got, but um, I have no idea. So options are, according to transfer marked, Morgan Williams qualifies for Jamaica. Really. According to transfer marked, I have no idea how true this is. Uh, Sunny Blue to Everton, Scotland might be asking a bit much. They've got all right, haven't they? Yeah, they're they're all right now. Yeah. Frank Newblade did play for England at youth level. According to transfer marked, he uh, could also play for the Ivory Coast. Oh, right. okay. Well, Again, even, I, I, okay, yeah, because he only played up to under 19s by the looks of Wikipedia. Reese Murphy is apparently Republic of Irish. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, that's right. He did play yeah. for the Republic of Irish. Yeah. yeah. I think the answer to that is um, Michael Smith mm. and maybe Morgan Williams if he does apparently qualify for Jamaica. It yeah. Depends if he thinks he's got a chance of getting into the England team one day. 
it, you can't rule that out. Um, Lots of nastily Premier teams in the African Cup of Nations, isn't there? I know just mm. Ballroom Wood had one. I think Dagenham had a couple maybe in there as well. So. I will say that quite a lot of this squad will be disappointed if they don't make the England C team next time that's around. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Propiler also asks, is there a reason why the scoreboard now ticks over 45 and 90 minutes, whereas it didn't before? Um, so I've been told it's up to the referee. Okay. So the referee can... Um, decide if he wants to show the stoppage time or not um because some games this season it hasn't ticked over but the last couple it has ticked over which was quite good because i could see it was 96 and then i was ready to have a go and say come on ref sort it out uh and finally does jordan stevens fit into this squad yes i think he does (laughs) if he can come back and stay fit he fits we into any squad team. if he can do that, yeah. Uh, Except maybe the England team. Yeah. I don't know. It's quite quick. And <laughs> the last one is from Mark Swatridge. Who holds the record for the earliest National South title win? And do you think we can beat it? <laughs> so, so by Tuesday, it'll be sewn up, won't it? Once we're 13 points clear. I think that that's the league over and done with. 20, no. 20th of February is very early for Western Superman. <laughs> it's very early. Hey, when are you going to win the league, mate? I say, I say Western oh, Superman, 10 games time. Yeah. Win them all. Some other other teams drop points. Western I'm Superman. Not even, I'm not even engaging in this conversation. I'm not having it. Are you looking, are you looking I, to see who holds the record? I am trying to. I, I was also going to... Um, Ask the question, obviously, when you are 10 points clear, potentially 13 points clear, if Tuesday goes well. I It would be genuinely interesting to hear how Mark Cooper intends on keeping them motivated with things like targets. Like, are we targeting 100 points? Are we targeting uh, to break the record again? Are we targeting the divisional attendance record, which is seven-ish thousand in the north? Um, are we t- targeting a certain amount of goals? Are we targeting an early title win are we saying have we got a date on a board somewhere that says can we do it at home against welling on the 9th of march can we do it in the Torquay game whatever it is it would be interesting to know that because you wouldn't want to um you wouldn't want to increase the chances of any um what's the word i'm looking for complacency um uh, apparently in england as of 2020 in England, the record is shared at professional level by Man United, Everton, Man City, who all wrapped the game up. Um, blah, 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 blah. The 1908 League Championship was sewn up on the 11th of April. Um, in Europe, on February the 28th, 2016, Olympiacos were Greek champions with a number of games to play. It, um, did he not <laughs> ask about National League South? I, I know, but I'm, Athens I'm, is fairly southern, but um, I'm going to say maybe not. Yeah. So when Torquay won it, they won it on the 13th of April in 2019. Really? That's late. Yeah. Uh, looking looking uh, at the uh, the records that there are, it looks like Newport had a very good season in 2009, but I can't see where, when they won uh, that. When was what season was Newport? Two thousand and nine, ten. Wrexham, Wrexham last year, April fifteenth, but they had a proper title race. That's a good question. It's a good yeah. question. One I don't know the exact answer of, but that is. Well, they won the league title in March twenty ten. Newport. Uh, when did so when did we it... win it in 03? Uh quite... April, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Quite... It was later on. Yeah. Yeah, fifteenth of March it says. Yeah, attain yeah, oh, attain promotion to the national conference on the fifteenth of March two thousand and ten with seven games remaining. That's what I that was uh, Newport back in yeah, twenty ten. So it could be Newport, I think. So seventeenth of March we play Slough on the sixteenth of March, Chippenham on the twelfth. 
There you go. There's the target. There's the target. Right. Will Dave believe by then? <laughs> At what point is Dave actually going to believe? When the maths, when the maths. I, honestly, I scared myself with that little moment on uh, on, um, on, on, <laughs> I on Saturday. That's it. Yeah. I'm like a like a cat that's done too a too loud a sneeze. I think that's a good place to leave it, Dave. Enjoy Taunton. Way along, Johns. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, he's found him via the deflection, it's Aaron Davis, he could win it, he probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh and it's an opening goal, what a start, Madden after just six minutes gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal!